The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Welcome into At The Podium. This is episode 16, brought to you by the fine folks at SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. I am your host, Michael Kist. You can follow me on Twitter at Michael Kist NFL. Today we have our usual triple-decker, Doug Peterson after the game, talking about the thrilling 32-30 win for the Eagles over the Texans, won by a last-second field goal by Jake Elliott on a drive expertly navigated by Nick Foles. The Eagles are still alive after being declared dead a few times this season, which is incredible. So speaking of Nick Foles, his post-game presser follows Doug, and it's hard not to love this dude's leadership skills that just pour out of him every time he talks. It was a great game by him. We gloat about it on the Kiston Solak recap show. Make sure you listen to that, and we'll dig in more into his game in the upcoming All-22 film review. The last presser on this show is Doug Peterson speaking on Monday. Of course, he had some Carson Wentz status questions to field. He also touches on the run-pass balance, which leaned heavy pass, and rightfully so, against this Texans defense. Also, he said he may have already called Bears head coach Matt Nagy to perhaps persuade him to play his starters against the Minnesota Vikings in Week 17, which would be huge. Very important game for the Eagles. They need the Vikings to lose that game. They need to beat the Redskins to get into the playoffs. But hey, plenty of content in these press conferences, including some updates on some key injuries. So let's get to them. Doug, the, uh, the third and ten, <laughs> third and ten throw to uh, Nick's throw after he came back in the game to, to Zach. Can you kind of walk us through the call? The last drive? 20 yard pass to Ernst. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so, you know, um, just a call that's been in our offense. Um, again, thinking thinking of our playmakers, obviously, you know, uh, Alshon making a tremendous catch and then, and then uh, Ertz. Uh, the two defenders for Houston actually collided um, and which allowed Zach to really, really pop free. And, and Nick did a great job there of just being able to be patient in the pocket, find him and, and, and put up a good throw. And then 
uh, have the awareness of getting out of bounds. On the sideline there, there's been a few tough fourth quarters. What were you thinking when they took the lead? We got time and timeouts again and uh, have a lot of confidence in the offense. You know, it's something that, uh, you know, we, we work on a lot. It's a two-minute drive and, and tempo offense. And, um, you know, um, this league has always been about, about players making plays and, and uh, you know, a lot of credit to the offense today for, for putting us in that position to, to win this game. Nick, Nick always plays with calmness, with poise, but how impressive was it today, especially after he took that hit, had to come out, then to come back and direct the offense? You know, that's just, that's just Nick. Um, you know, he's always been calm, you know, in, in, in and around the, you know, his preparation during the week and then, of course, leading up to the game. And, you know, he, he's a guy that just wants to wants to continue to, to just help the team win and, and, and dish the ball and put it put it in our playmakers' hands and, you know, um, really not not get much credit, just just let the other guys do it, you know. And, and uh, even after taking that hit and then going back in, uh, I thought it, it took a lot of a lot of courage, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of courage and, and guts at that point to uh, want to finish the game and come back in. And uh, it's just credit to credit to Nick. What did he say when he came off the field for that one play? Um, I was getting Nate ready, so I didn't talk to him. Doug, you guys think you're playing your best football this season right now, heading into next week? Yeah, I, I think so. I think I think he, you know, um, these last, you know, three, four, five games, I think things have. Um, kind of picked up for us uh I do feel like at this time of the year uh you know if you want any kind of momentum um you know if you get a chance to go to the postseason you you need to be playing your best football now and and um I think that's uh you know I think that's what we're doing at this time you had a lead for most of the game but the pass run ratio is pretty lopsided in favor of pass is that because they were kind of depleted at the corner did you see their rush defense Today, thirty-five yards rushing the football. It was hard. Oh, okay, okay. I thought maybe maybe we needed to run the ball more or something. But um, that's a tremendous defense now. That's a great group. That front seven, eight guys with their safeties. I mean, they, they do they do a really good job. They're um, uh, they create um, different angles for our offensive linemen. And, and so some of the things that we've been able to do on uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, they just kind of took us out of it, and and so you know I knew we we're gonna have to we we're gonna have to run the ball late in the game. You know even when we went up the you know by the third by thirteen there uh, twenty nine sixteen, I felt like we could you know get a little momentum, run the ball, uh, make them use timeouts. You know maybe we could finish the game uh, at that point, but um, we 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 didn't do it. It was just great defense. On the two point conversion in the first half, two questions: What made you go for that one, and was there an explanation as to why? Um, well, the uh, I wanted to go up six at that point, so that's really the the option there. Um, and then, um, yeah, you know, it's something we'll just have to take a look at. You know, we'll send we'll send it in tomorrow and, and see what see what we get back. But uh, um, nothing was for you. Like to, uh, Eighty-three yard Aguilar was that a audible? Yes. Yes. Uh, Lane Johnson uh, on JJ today. Uh, did a tremendous job. JJ's name didn't get called very much. I tell you, Lane. Lane had a great week of preparation. Got it. Got in the in the, in his mindset. He, he's he, he's awesome. I mean, he, he's awesome. He, he's a, he's a tremendous right tackle, and you know he's had to block some really, really, really good defensive ends uh, this season. Um, this was probably one of the 
uh, is probably the best one he's he's seen all season, and and did a nice job, did a really nice job, and and uh, it's a credit to him and um, uh, well deserved. What did check out of on that audible? It was just a coverage check that he saw, uh, something uh, Houston had been running earlier in the game, and and he saw it, got to another, got to another one of that, got to a play that would attack that coverage, and uh, great protection, and allowed him to get the ball down the field. It was a pass play to begin with, yes. Yeah. Doug, Zach uh, broke Witten's record tonight, today. What has he meant to your quarterbacks to have a guy, particularly on third down and in the red zone, that they know can get open and they can count on? Yeah, first of all, it's uh, it's a great honor for Zach. And, and um, you know, con- congratulations go to him. You know, but he, he's another one of those guys that is very unselfish. Um, quarterbacks do have a comfort level with him. You know, he, he seems to kind of be uh, that guy that, that uh, you know, exactly where he's going to be. And, and um, you know, uh, he, he's he's obviously great after the after the catch, uh, runs great routes. So, you know, for the quarterbacks to have that type of guy, um, again, it just gives you that little comfort, you know, especially in, in crucial moments uh, like, you know, the, the the corner route that he ran late in the game. Um it's just, it's a one. It's a credit to him uh, for how hard he works, and then and then his, his uh, uh, relationship with our quarterbacks. I was just proud of him. Told him how proud I proud I was, and you know um, we had to we had to come through a lot of adversity today, uh, and 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 they hung in there. They hung together as the game wore on. Our our team got tighter and tighter and tighter, and played played well down the stretch. And you know uh, it wasn't pretty, obviously. Um, you know there were a lot of a lot of mistakes and a lot of things that went around, but but the bottom line was they they found a way to win. You spoken to us in the past about having a certain feeling about your team. Are you seeing something now in these past five games that gives you encouragement about your prospects here? Yeah, I mean you know, that's, and part of the message in the locker room too was just you know I'm proud of the way. They come to work every day and, and prepare that day. It's Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, whatever it is. They they prepare that way and and it pays off, you know, in these games. And um, you know, our guys don't make plays that they made today if we don't practice those situations or at least put them in, in situations to make those plays in practice. And you know, you're just seeing how a lot of our young guys are, are really maturing now and they're growing up and and they are they are contributing and making some plays and. You know, it's not, again, it's not perfect. Uh, there's still some mistakes being made, but, you know, the veteran guys are rallying. The veteran guys are making plays. They're um, doing the things that, that we ask them to do. And that's, uh, for me, um, that's all I can ask for. The effort is there, obviously. Um, you know, the excitement is there, the passion for the game, the desire to win. And, you know, it's a resilient group. It seems like a few times this year in that resiliency, this group has been, at least playoff-wise, declared dead for the year, even part of today. What does it say and how proud are you that you're going into Week 17 with something to play for still? Oh, it's it's everything. I mean, these guys are uh, so excited to be to be still, you know, in the hunt and, and, and to really, um, you know, we talk about controlling things that we can control. Well, we get to control where, you know, our destiny a little bit. We get to make our own and create our own and, and, and so that's 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 why I'm you know these guys never quit you know they they, they, they don't quit and um, it would have been easy you know today just to you know kind of let your guard down at the end and, and, and not finish the game but um, 
again, kind of goes back to your question, just it's a veteran group, resilient group. They hang together and they find a way to win. And, and uh, you know, as a head coach, that's what you can all you can ask for, really. Thanks. One that was called and I felt like, you know, I had time on the clock to check it and really take a shot with, you know, some speed, you know, with Nelly. And, uh, you know, we were able to execute it. Nelly made an amazing play and finished it off with a touchdown. And, you know, it was really just all of us being on the same page, recognizing the coverage, understanding how to run the route. And, you know, the line gave me time to, you know, throw it. So it was awesome. I took quite a shot in the, in the sternum there. Um, how severe of a hit was that? And how were you able to get up from that? Oh, it was a great hit. Um, yeah, he got a good one on me. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, trainers got out there. I was able to get my breath back, uh, back my you know ribs a little sore, but all in all, I feel great. Um, was able to you know I have to go out for a play, and Nate went in, and you know great experience for him to go into a game. Um, but then I was ready to roll. I felt I feel great. The crowd's reaction kind of willing you back in, in, into that thing. <laughs> I'll, have, I'll have to like see a, a different copy. I was more focused on just the people in front of me and knowing if we caught the ball or not. I had no clue if Alshon had caught it or anything so I was trying to figure out what the scenario was but the crowd was amazing today um, it's always a you know it's always a joy to come out here and play in the link and wear this jersey and you know they were they were amazing um, and you know we're grateful for that how did the x-rays turn out I'm great feel great how were you in on that last drive after you came back in uh, I, f- I felt really good you know once I was able to move around a little bit I felt really good and was excited to get back out there with the guys a lot of players talk about how calm you are on the field, but how tough was it for you to uh, to keep your calm after that two-point conversion try, and uh, how, how much did that fire you? Yeah, I mean, that's not what I normally do, but I also know that, you know, John and I had to talk later. You know, it's, it's hard for them to see every angle, and I understand that. Uh, I was just a little upset, and I, I shouldn't do that, but, uh, you know, I, I, was, I was fired up a little bit. You know, it's a game. You know, we're, we're going out there to win. Um, against, you know, one of the best teams in the NFL right now. So we were able to, you know, calm back down, get the crowd going, um, and ultimately get a W. Nick, to go from having the relationship them come back on you and then you guys come back and, and get that win in the last seconds, what's, the, what's that like for you guys to go through that? Yeah, I mean, I think the thing I talk about a lot is adversity um, and just sticking together as a team, communication. And I think we saw a lot of that tonight. We saw a team that stuck together through all the ups and downs of the game. Um, we saw, you know, Jake Elliott, who's one of the best kickers in the league, you know, miss the extra point. And then all of a sudden our, our team um, gave him an ability at the end of the game and he has to kick the game winner. That's what this team's about, is just sticking together, um, loving one another, doing that every single play, not worrying about anything else but the play called. And, uh, you know, th- it was on full display today. Uh, you, you wanna, I, I got Third you. and ten uh, throw on the last drive to, to uh, Zach Nick. Surprised he was that wide open. Uh, well, there was a lot of stumbling going on. So, like as I was releasing, I tried to put a little bit more air on it because I was hoping he would keep his feet. Um, but you know, the the defender Zach ran a great route. The defender stumbled. Zach was able to keep his feet and make a play, and that that was a huge part of the game. But. Uh, you know, anytime he's running a route, I expect him to win. So you're going to talk with the ref after the, the two-point conversion. What did, what did you say to him about that play? I, I just asked him if he saw what I felt. And <laughs> he didn't at the time, but we had a great conversation later. It's, you know, it's a hard job to see everything. So they did the best they could. Which hurt more, that or the hit uh, at the end of the game? Which hurt more, that or the... Oh, I feel great. Body feels great. So nothing's hurting. So I'm good. Zach said that when you went on the field at the end, everybody was real calm, confident. 
yeah. about marching ball down the field. Yeah, the big thing I talk to the guys about is just being in the moment. Um, when we're in the huddle, that's all you worry about. Just worry about that play. You can't, you know, you can't do it all at once. Just focus on that play, trust each other. And, uh, yeah, it was calm in the huddle. I mean, there's chaos going all around, but we're able to keep it calm in the huddle. And that, that's important in a game like that, especially when you're going down in a two-minute drill to win a game where it's been, you know, back and forth and it's been a battle. Um, you know, everyone did a great job executing that last drive. You expect to play Sunday then? Uh, you know what? That's all up to coach. I'll let him talk on everything. Physically, I feel great. I feel great. I feel great. Yes. To be given this chance again in this starting role now and possibly next week, breaking the all-time single-game passing record and a chance to take this team to the playoffs again, how special is this? Because we don't know what your future is after this year. Yeah, I think that, you know, I've said it many times, just staying in the moment. Um, I'm fortunate to work with great people, for, fortunate to have great teammates, everyone at the NovaCare facility. Um, it, it's really been a joy throughout my career to, you know, be in that facility, be there, um, and work with everyone. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm just really just staying in this moment. I'm going to enjoy, you know, Christmas with my family, um, you know, my daughter, my wife. Those are the things that are so important to me. I'm getting to, I haven't seen them yet. Um, so I'm excited to go, you know, my mom, dad, little sister here, my niece. So that's the things that are that are really special, especially this time of year, just going to embrace them and spend time with them. So it's the stuff I'm looking forward to. Other players have talked about, other players have talked about how, they, how you inspired them. Uh, you know, Chris Long's shrine, shrine to you this week. <laughs> <laughs> One, what did you think of the shrine? And two, do you get the feeling, uh, do you get that feeling from the other players in the locker room? Uh, Chris is a character. We have a long history together. Um, love him. Um, I, I think the big thing is I just want to be me. Um, I want the guys to know that when I go in there, they're, that's who I am. Um, you know, when I step in the huddle, I'm not going to change when I'm, you know, we're at a restaurant or out in public. Like, I want to be who I am. I want to be genuine. And I think that, you know, that's that's a powerful thing. Um, there's a lot of times where we try to be politically correct. And, you know, we don't get to show our personalities. Um, I know Doug says it. I know Andy Reid says it. Um, but they always taught me, you know, let your personality show. You know, we all come together as a team. Um, we have X's and O's, but the way teams win is there's personalities. Let them show, let them play, stick to, with one another. And you're seeing a lot of that throughout the game. You're seeing a lot of that in practice and meetings. And, and that's really important. That's what a family is. Everyone's different, but everyone can come together in a, a common goal. So um, tonight was a, a fun night for all of us to do that. Is that the greatest question? Is the last one of the season? Did it occur to you with this moment last year? Yeah, it did. It did. Um, so it's emotional. Um, I, like I said, I love playing in Philly. Um, I, I knew this was, you know, there's a chance this could be it. And, you know, I don't think about the future, but I, I am aware of that because this city means a lot to me. This team means a lot to me. Wearing that jersey means a lot to me. A couple of weeks ago when I ran out of the tunnel, um, I didn't expect to play. I didn't, you know, I was, I'm was i there to support the team and do what I can. And I got emotional then because I knew that there's a chance it's coming to an end. But at the end of the day, I am very grateful for every opportunity to play here, to play in front of our fans, to wear that jersey no matter what. No one can ever take that away from me. Um, and this was a special one tonight. I don't know what the future holds. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to focus on now, enjoy just being in Philadelphia, enjoy the people, enjoy wearing this jersey, because um, it's some of the most special moments of my life. If it, if it is your last game here, you go out setting the franchise record for passing yards in the game. What does that mean? I think the big thing is you just, you know, I always look at records as who's involved. It's not just me. There's a lot of guys that made an amazing amount of plays. The line gave me protection. Um, you know, 
Each game is a different entity. Some games you got to rush for three touchdowns, you don't throw any. Some games, you know, you don't get any passing yards, but somehow you win. And in some days, some days or some games, you just have to light it up. And this was one of those games, um, you know, I always think back to my teammates, the people who are there, the coaches that put us in the position, talking on the sidelines. So that's what it means to me is the people that are involved. And obviously, you know, it's a team thing. Time for a couple more questions. Well, you've been around uh, Zach for a lot of years. Um, he, he obviously broke the record for tight ends. Uh, what's, what's your impression of what he accomplished this year? It's amazing. I mean, you know, and especially to break uh, the record that was held by someone that he looked up to as a kid. And now Zach gets to be a person that kids look up to. Um, there's a lot of kids out there, probably, you know, middle school, elementary school, high school football, they're looking at Zach Ertz and like what he does. And he's impacting a lot of people by not only how he plays, but what he says after he breaks records. And that's the thing that's the most amazing to me. Um, but I'm super proud of him. Um, he, he's had an amazing career. He's had an amazing year. And, uh, you know, we still have work to do. It seemed like you went around to the team and, and, and had a word with them on the sideline. Is that accurate? And if so, what was your message? Yeah, I was just like, hey, let's just keep going. I think the most important thing sometimes when quarterbacks throw interceptions or something happens, everyone's like, is he all right? Because, I mean, it's a, it's a big play in a game. Um, I just, you know, bad throw, um, bad decision. And I think the big thing is just reassuring, hey, we're good. Let's just keep going. Let's keep playing. Let's forget about it. Have a short memory. And uh, like I said, when we're in that huddle, that's the eye of the storm. Let's keep it calm. Let's just focus on the play. We're in this together. That's the adversity we talk about. And that's all it is. And the team that can overcome adversity the best is usually the one that wins. Take one more if we have it. Jake, yeah, just talk about one more shot at a playoff game this week. You guys know what's in front of you. Just what's that mean for you guys? Uh, it means everything. Just to play another game as an Eagle means everything to us. Um, but a lot of the different things, you know, we can't control a lot of the scenarios. All we can control about is our preparation, what we do on a day in and day out basis at the Novacare facility, getting ready for the next game. So um, this week, more than anything, just staying in the moment, controlling what we can control, you know, enjoying the moment with one another. That's what it's about. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you all. Thanks. Merry Christmas. Oh, low battery. Who's that? It's going gonna, it's gonna to go. It's going to go. All right, good afternoon. What do you know about Nick Foles' uh, ribs? What do I know about him? Are they um, broke cracked? No, no, he's, he's good. He's fine. Start Sunday? He will start. Dang. I was going to give you that one. How about a JP? Yeah. Uh, JP's going to be day-to-day. Yeah, day-to-day. So, But, uh, you know, he, he's been kind of that way all season, and, and – uh, um, we'll, we'll keep monitoring him and, and, uh, same type of schedule this week. So the, the, the extra rest, uh, Wednesday with walkthroughs will, uh, will help. And the plan is to still keep Carson on the 53 man roster? Correct. So Correct. Are, are you holding out hope that he can be back for the playoffs or what's the, well, I mean, you know, uh, right now, uh, nothing has really changed. We're just, we're just waiting for the natural time of healing to take his place, but, um, nothing has changed. And, and this is the plan for at least this week. You go to the playoffs if you do get in. Um, would it be hard to take Nick out? Uh, Carson at that point won't have played for a month, um, or is, is Carson the guy no matter what? Yeah, you know it's it's hard to answer that just because we got you know Washington and we got to we got to win. I mean, we got to win this week, and then and then we'll answer these questions next week. But um, I hope we're in that position. But the reason the recovery time frame—you said three months, a couple weeks ago—but you got better news, I guess. What is his recovery time frame now? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of um, 
as we as we you know as he goes through this natural healing process and the rest and everything, I mean, we'll we continue. I say we, our our doctors, our medical team will continue to evaluate him, and and uh, you know we'll we'll see we'll see where he's at. I mean, um, right now, right now, you know, uh, Nick is the guy, and and uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna finish the at least this last game with Nick, and then we'll we'll evaluate next week again. It's hard to give it a time frame just because of the uh, the nature. I mean, you know, rest is rest, and it's with any player. I mean, Avante Maddox a couple weeks ago just needed rest and healing, and now he's back out on the field. So we just got to let that take place. Nick has been playing. I mean, would it be hard to take him out? I mean, if it came down to that. Well, you know, those are obviously you know conversations we got to have. They're tough decisions to make. Um, you know, I've said all along that Carson's our guy, and if if uh, you know if he's cleared and one hundred percent and ready to go, then then we'll 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 address that at that time. How are you How are you going to keep the guys uh, away from the the Viking scenario of? Well, we know, we know. I mean, scoreboard watching and, and such. Uh, we can't control what Washington puts on their scoreboard, so um, you know. What? No, during the game, I mean. Do- you know, you know what? I don't think it matters because, quite frankly, our guys are still playing for a lot of, a lot of reasons, and and so a lot of pride in the locker room. So, um, both games are at the same time, um, and and we just got to focus on Washington and and get through that game. Are you going to take a peek up there if, if they put the score up during the game? No, you won't. No, that's what I got Brett for. No. I mean, how much are you are you best right now, and if so, why? And how do you view yourselves, you know, relative to the rest of the year? I think I think we've gotten better throughout the season. Um, you definitely want to be playing your best football collectively as a group this time of year, and I, and I think we are doing that. Um, and then that being said, you know, we didn't run the ball very well yesterday. Eleven penalties yesterday. We were, uh, you know, in the in the negative side of the turnover battle yesterday. So there's still a lot of things we need we need to fix and and in order to, you know, for our season to continue. But I, I do think that uh, collectively, offense, defense, and special teams, I think we are playing our best football this time. On average, nine point one yards per pass attempt, which was uh, the most this season. Last last week was was the second most, eight point seven. What's been the difference in, in throwing the ball downfield? You know, I think I think a lot of it has to do with sometimes it's the opponent we play. I mean, you guys know sometimes, um, you know, I'm not getting hammered today on run-pass ratio. I know that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just because we won the game, so that doesn't matter. It's how, how well we – what we feel as coaches is the best way to attack a defense. Uh, and, and obviously our opponent's going to do the same thing. And – um, it games just happen that way. Uh, you know, we've had games where we've ran the ball more than we've thrown and we've won. And now we've thrown the ball more than we've run and we've won. And, um, so there's really no, I, you know, and the thing everybody too, everybody understands too, when you get in these games, these are for us, these are all playoff games. These are all playoff type games for us. And I think what you're seeing is everybody's sort of heightened awareness and, and, uh, you know, just kind of sense of urgency has has picked up a little bit here in the last last couple of weeks, knowing that you know we got to we got to win out to give ourselves a chance. Now, you know, so it's, it's definitely a credit to to the team for being in this position. Well, your run, run pass ratio was oh, oh. yeah. 
Uh, Sproles, are, are you kind of surprised, amazed at what he's been able to do? Really, hadn't played much football for two years in these last few games. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. And I say that because of watching this guy day in and day out, um, whether it's been through his, his rehab or the way he's practiced um, during the week. This guy goes 100 miles an hour every single day, and uh, it's it shows up. You know, when you see this stuff in a game, it's not surprising because he does it during the week. And, and so it's just, again, it's a credit to him where he is in his career. Uh, he's been a, a, a valuable part of the Eagles organization since he's been here and, and quite frankly, this time, of, this time of the year for us right now. Dad, you talk so much about playing your best football at this point in the summer. I'm curious – through everything you guys have gone through this season, going into the final game of the final regular game of the season, how would you describe the identity of this team? This identity, um, I think, I think, I listened to like Chris Long's comments. I listened to Zach Ertz's comments. You know, after the game yesterday, and this is a team right now. The identity is going to be. We're going to be. We're going to try to be more physical than our opponent. Um, we don't necessarily care who gets the credit. Um, we're going to try to be a run, run first oriented team. I mean, we've been able to do that in the last couple of weeks outside of yesterday. And then, and then on defense, I think what you're seeing now on defense, what we talk about all season, is is flying, flying around, guys hustling to the football and making and making plays. And I think. I think that's what what you're seeing the identity of this football team, and and you talk about a Philly type team. This is this is who we are right now, and and quite frankly, I mean, there's there's not a lot of finesse about it. Um, we we try to line up and, and try to be the more dominant physical team, and that, and that's what you're seeing. On that final drive uh, yesterday, Zach Ertz's big catch. It looked like he got two defenders to kind of run into each other just what stood out about his release off the line of scrimmage and the way he ran that round well they they did collide one had the back and one had one had zach so um you know man coverage and, and he, he just kind of wiggled off the ball and just so happened those two guys collided um fortunate though he also got tripped up and didn't fall down he stayed he stayed up and uh nick was able to hit him for a for a big game big gain got us right down into field goal range on that on that play the Josh Adams fumble, it seemed like the game just totally turned around right then. Your defense had been playing so well, uh, had come up with a turnover that led to a touchdown, had gotten a three and out after the mm -hmm. Foles interception, and then all of a sudden that fumble just seemed to open the floodgates. How did you see that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, kind of the same way. Um, you know, anytime, you know, as a young runner, number one, um, you know when you're in your four-minute type offense. You know we said we always talk about two hands on the ball, and what ended up happening is his left hand came off the ball, and, and 41 for them was able to get a hand on it, and and great play by great play by them, great learning experience for uh, for Josh, obviously, and and then and then for, at that point, um, you know it's 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 tough because you're up two scores, and you, you think you can just you want to be able to just run the ball out, keep the ball time goes off the clock or you get they get the ball back with you know maybe under a minute left or, or whatever um and and this is where you know this is where when the, when the, when you get a sudden change like this in any game especially late in the fourth quarter that 
you know, again, you talk about your, your heightened awareness, uh, attention to detail, things of that nature. This is when you expect your defense to go back out on the field and, 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 and try to create a stop. And you know that offense is going to be in a hurry-up tempo, hurry-up mode. Um, and quite frankly, um, you know, we got to do a better job in those, in those situations. First half, what happened? You did not get the field goal off. You, you uh, couldn't get out of bounds on, on that play. Oh, yeah, I couldn't get out of bounds. So we, we had 10 seconds left, right? Yeah, 10 seconds left, and um, we were trying to get a pass to the sideline and, and just try to get a, steal another five, six, seven yards at that point. Um, didn't, didn't do it. They they got us right there, and clock ran off. Yeah, basically it. What do you make of Nelson's season? It seems, I mean, his targets have gone down, but you know, he always seems – even if he gets targeted once or twice in a game, seems to be kind of mentally engaged and with it ready. I tell you, he's in he's in a great place um, mentally, physically. You know, you saw it yesterday. Uh, I was happy for him getting the end zone uh, for him and big play in the game. And um, he's another one of the guys that's an unselfish guy. You know, he he comes to work every day, practices hard, um, puts in the time. You know, the effort. You know, a guy that. Had, had has kind of battled some sickness, you know, here in the last week or so, um, and fought through that. And but just, just stays steady, you know, stays constant, and uh, you know, got a lot of confidence in him. And it was really good to see him have that type of game yesterday. Okay, I heard said that the, one of the things that Nick does well is he gets his receivers a chance on fifty-fifty balls, uh, jump balls, tr- trust them. Doesn't try often to be perfect. What is it about Nick, and how is that? Well, I think that's, um, you know, you got to have a lot of courage. You got to have a faith in your, as a quarterback, being able to throw some of those balls in your, in your receivers. Um, you know, you've seen Alshon now these last two weeks elevate and make two, two or three big catches over the, over the top of defenders and, you know, none bigger than, than yesterday, but, and, you know, Zach the same way. I mean, you know, when you have 16 targets, um, you, you just, as a quarterback, you just, you, you know, I would just say, hey, just just run your route, just just run your route. I'll find I'll find the completion, and that's that's that mentality that Nick has right now. And and you know he just wants to distribute the ball. Uh, as as you guys know, he, he he doesn't want any credit. He gives the credit to his teammates, and um, he does a lot of good that way, a lot of positive. And you know, and that's a lot of what a backup quarterback. And and right now he's a starter, so not necessarily a backup but the mentality is just just you want to be able to come in and, and execute the offense and just let the offense work you don't have to be or do anything other than that and I think that's what you're seeing right now Jeremy came back yesterday didn't play a ton um, how did he come through it and, and did he have a big role in- yeah he came through came through fine uh, the snaps he was in there um, you know he was effective and uh, you know I would I would anticipate you know his Barring any setbacks that, that he has this week of all, but I would expect him to play more. Yeah. Lane, Lane Johnson uh, said that when the Pro Bowl bids were announced last week, he drove to the facility at two thirty in the morning, slept here. Were you? Uh, I was not here. <laughs> were you aware that he did that? And just what did you see, sort of, in his preparation last week leading up to the matchup? Uh, yeah, I was. I was aware. Um, I was aware that he came in. I, I thought it was kind of kind of odd, but um, <laughs> dealing with Lane. But, uh, you know, I think last week he uh, – I think he wanted to prove a point to himself and maybe maybe to the, 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 the voters out there that, that he's a pretty good tackle. And uh, we think he's a pretty good tackle. And, uh, 
these last couple of games, he's he's demonstrated that, and, and obviously uh, against a tremendous pass rusher in, in J.J. Watt yesterday, who, um, you know, um, wasn't around the quarterback a whole lot, which was a good thing. So credit to Lane and his preparation. I mean, he, you know, I'm sure inside he was he was he was mad and, and upset that he wasn't in you know, in, in the in the conversation, but um, he probably feels like he's better than an alternate, you know, in the Pro Bowl and. Um, you know, but his preparation was 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 the same. You know, he came to work and and put in the time, and I think he he shows it by by taking it out. You know, on his opponent in the game. What's your like philosophy? Like, you have a chance to play for um, you know first round by and you know home field and stuff like that, as opposed to rest of the guys having a home game for the first round. Like, yeah, a lot like I mean, you, th- you, th- you saw us last year. You know, we went into that Christmas Day Monday night game, playing for the first round and really home field throughout. And so, and then of course we rested our guys. You know, the, the next week. So, I, I think I think, and I know there's some situations now where some teams. I mean, like the Bears are still fighting for that spot. The Rams are still fighting for their spots and all that kind of stuff. I mean. You, you, you play to win. You play to win those games, and, and obviously you can't control the other game, but, um, you know, I would I would play to, to, to win. I would play to – if I can improve my position, you play. You play, and, and, then, and then you see what happens at the end of the day. Um, unless you had it, maybe like New Orleans right now, where you have it kind of locked up and the, the whole thing, maybe you do something differently. But if, if, uh, if I can improve my position – I would play. You're going to call Matt Nagy this week and ask a little bit of help? Um, I might. Maybe, maybe, maybe I've done that. I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe, maybe I've already done that this morning. Sydney, uh, Sydney is still um, kind of dated. He's still a little bit further away. Uh, Isaac is, is de- he's truly day-to-day this week. Uh, we'll see uh, Wednesday where he's at. Um, he is getting better, so. Uh, Mike Wallace is getting better too. Um, I will tell you that uh, Mike will uh, uh, entertain some some individual, more individual reps on Wednesday, uh, Thursday. See where he's at uh, moving forward. All right. What's okay. the difference between day to day and truly day to day? So maybe you don't say Hello. I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seemed Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seemed smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain, or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission, or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.